Hello audience, welcome today to our one and only podcast where we discuss court cases from the Supreme Court specifically for our government class teacher, Mr. Jensen. Today we'll be discussing the court case titled Fatiha versus Neil. And the summary of the court case, it goes like this. It's a American Civil Liberties Union of Oklahoma filed a lawsuit against a so-called Muslim free business on behalf of a U.S. Army Reserve member who was fully denied his service or fully denied service. The lawsuit seeks equal access to public accommodations for the citizens of Oklahoma of all faiths. And today who I have to discuss the topic with me is a good friend of mine, our special guest, Megan Jacoby. Let's give her a big round of applause. Hello, Megan. How are you? How are you doing today? Good. How are you? I'm good. It's good to see you again. Have you heard a lot about this Fatiha versus Neil case? I have. I've heard a lot about it recently. So let me just introduce the audience to the full story of what happened. So this guy, I'm sorry if I uh, say the first name wrong, but it's Rajayi, spelled R A G or R A J A apostrophe double E. Pretty interesting. Um, so he was from the U.S. Army Reserve. He's a member. And he likes to, you know, he likes to go shoot his gun so he can keep his, his markmanship up. And so he went to this ta- this tactical gun range called Save Yourself Survival in October of 2015. And he went there, you know, not, it's because shooting is a hobby for him. Like, he just likes shooting as a, as, as just for fun. So he goes there and he goes to the counter and he does... The, he has to go through this whole process where he signs a waiver, does a whole procedure, but that's just that's a normal thing for anybody to have to do there. And um, the workers there, once they realized that he identified himself as a Muslim, they full on kicked him out, kicked him out of the facility. They not only kicked him out, but they 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 armed themselves with their handguns, and they insisted that he leave the building because they. They they kept saying to Fatiha that his faith re- requires him to kill non non Muslims, and then Fatiha was made to leave the gun range without receiving any service. Okay, and so I I find this case crazy because this is complete prejudice and and discrimination towards just this this nice man who's trying to go shoot for a hobby. And so I just I just want to know from you, Megan, what do you how do you think that that this experience is man made makes his his lawsuit claim strong? How do you think that makes it a a, a good lawsuit claim? Well, starting off with the Oklahoma anti discrimination laws, they already um, they already say that you can't discriminate in a public place. But going back to where this started is the Civil Rights Act of nineteen sixty nine or nineteen sixty four, sorry, where um, this was during the civil rights movement. And it was a huge turning point because it actually made it illegal for anyone to discriminate in a public place or in employment. So ignoring that, decades later, is ridiculous. And it's ridiculous that it even got that far. It should have been shut down completely. They should have been sued completely because it's an obvious violation of the law. And the strange thing about this is that same year, in 2015... This occurred in October, this whole 
thing with the with the gun range place they had this sign on 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 their field in the in the in the front on their grass sorry and the sign full on said that this is a muslim free establishment but the strange thing about that sign is that was a, is that sign was put up on the lawn that same year in July of 2015 and this happened in October so I'm just wondering from you Megan why do you what happened like around those dates that caused him to put that sign out there to make it even more clear that that he did not like like Muslims um, well in 2015 in general the FBI found out that um, discrimination and hate crimes towards Muslims actually went up 67% that year and in the same year the reason why or the only reason I can assume why is because President Trump actually put out a bunch of statements saying that he was going to end any form of any Muslim coming into the United States, completely shut everything off, and make sure no Muslims can come into the United States. And I'm sure that gave a lot of influence to people and created a lot of stigma that was already there from the 2001 attacks and just made it so much worse. And so I'm sure this is where all this prejudice comes from. And so this situation goes... The way these men acted who owned the gun range, it just goes completely against this man's rights and all of our rights to have free exercise of religion and religious liberty and not being um, profiling towards, towards any race or religion. And so this guy um, of Fatiha... He continued to explain to the uh, to the workers there after he had just gotten kicked out that he was a, a U.S. Army reservist and he was just trying to go shoot for his hobby because that's what he liked to do. But but he said, and I quote from him, that the, that the longer that they spoke, the more hostile they became towards the idea of allowing me to use the facilities at all. And ultimately, the owners told me that I couldn't use the range and forced me to leave. You know, me... Looking at this whole case, I find it crazy because I, I try to put myself in this man's shoes. And if I was going to do one of my hobbies, like I'd say that I was going to go bowling for fun. Okay, but this bowling place had a sign said that no Catholics are allowed to go bowling in this place. I find that ab- absurd. Like, that, that's crazy. Like, I have a right to have my own beliefs and faiths in, in my religion and not being allowed to do something that I love to do. And that I find a hobby simply because somebody else doesn't want me to be there because of what I believe in is just crazy to me. It's crazy to me. What do you think about that, Megan? I think it's just there's so much going on in the 60s and um, just the civil rights movement in general. It made so much, um, such an impact in discrimination and anti-discrimination. And people, you know, they say that discrimination doesn't happen anymore, but obviously this shows that it does. And it's really frustrating when people have tried to end this a long time ago. And there are still people who think the same way as the people from so long ago. And it's really, it's just hard to understand where people are coming from. Just because it's so ignorant, almost. It's so, just, they're oblivious to what really is happening. I understand there are things that happen with certain religions, certain people, just whatever they identify with, but that does not mean everyone is like that, and I think it's so crazy that people still think that if you're in a category, you're exactly like everyone in that category. And so I just want to tell the audience that 
that this man, first name being Rejehi, that that same week that this had occurred, he he went to the UCLA, oh, which, oh sorry, the ACLU, sorry, the American Civil Liberties Union, and he teamed up with them to make this 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 lawsuit claim and this court case came about. And I just want you, you guys members, to remember that, that if you ever have a problem with anything, to speak up about it. You know, don't just let yourself get bullied from people that have such strange prejudice and opinions. Yeah, I agree. And I think that anyone who wouldn't speak up in that situation is kind of throwing away the opportunity to speak up about something that's happening that a lot of people, like I said, a lot of people think that discrimination doesn't happen as much. But by speaking up and by talking about it, it actually shows what's actually going on. What's This stuff actually does happen still. And it aids us to realize how we can stop it and how we can fight to end discrimination for forever. Because in the civil rights movement, that was such a huge jumping point but it's now our responsibility to completely you know try to get rid of it as much as we can people people fought for these rights people fought for the civil rights act of 1964 these are things people were aware of and that they wanted to change but the fact that there are still people out there that have these these ideas in their head towards other people it's just, it's not right for me, in my honest opinion. Because this was fought for, and it was shown that this is a good thing for society and for our communities to have to have equal rights, to have free exercise of religion, to have our own, to have free ability to have faith and to believe in what we want to believe in. And we shouldn't change what we want to believe in for somebody else who doesn't agree with it. And so I just want to thank Megan Jacoby for coming today and talking to me about this this court case with the Fatiha versus Neil. Thank you for having me. And and audience, as I said before, as I said before, just speak up. Never forget. Don't be scared and don't let yourself be bullied. If you ever see this happening, go out and speak about it. Tell somebody. Like this man did, get get a lawsuit and team up with the with with the American Civil Liberties Union and fix this problem that's still happening today and to finish off I just I hope you guys all have a great rest of your day and uh, well I guess I won't talk to you ever again but hey I hope this was a good experience and I wish you the best of joy in your life the sweetest of dreams (laughs) <laughs> Thank you, Megan. Okay, we're signing off. Thank you, audience, for tuning in to this episode of our Supreme Court analysis. And thank you, Mr. Jensen, for listening. All right, you guys have a great day. Bye-bye. <laughs>